Hello, everyone, and welcome to Viking Voices, a podcast run through Hogwarts' very own student-run club newspaper, The Viking Chronicle. This is our very first episode, so thank you so much for listening. We're super excited about it. Hopefully, this can be a space for us to discuss issues and interests relevant to our student body and make connections between students, faculty, and the community around us. Now, on to the episode. I'm Emma. I'm Kira. I'm Abby. So I know like all three of us do IB and it's been weird um, with the 27 of us and being split up like half and half. And I guess not everyone is an IB, but I know that everyone has been dealing with like the super small classes. And quite honestly, there are parts of it that I like. Like in art, having only two kids in a class has been great. And it kind of makes me think like, in times that we have these massive class sizes, is there something wrong? with, you know, having to deal with all those people. But obviously, in classes where there's supposed to be bigger conversations going on, it gets really hard. Yeah, that's true. In, well, like you said, in English, for example, we've run into a bit of a problem with size um, in terms of our seminars when we start to try and talk about things. Um, And sometimes it seems like we're kind of treading water. We're not like because of there's there's not as many people there's less ideas being brought in um which honestly i feel like kind of has an impact on how we're learning the the book especially since Um, with the book that we're reading uh it's a play and we're like putting we're trying to put on the performances and people have to like double up in roles oh man and it's like i feel like with our group especially all of the more I wouldn't, I wouldn't say outgoing, but the people that are more likely to be like, I volunteer to, you know, act out this role, I feel like they're all in the other group. So we sit there when we're assigning <laughs> roles, and it's just, like, crickets. It's just, you could hear a pin drop. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's funny, when you look, like, in the Zoom backgrounds when people are trying to read, there'll be a little awkward pause, and then you see their air conditioning in the background while they're trying to get into character for, like, Don Proctor, the superintendent scene. Weird. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, I know that personally, it's been really weird the online part going from home because I have three siblings or two siblings and a dog and two cats. And my dad is working from home. My both my siblings were learning from home, but now one of them is back in school. But yeah, my younger brother is a freshman, so um, we've kind of divvied up the house to different spaces where we can all work. And I actually don't have my own bedroom either, so I've sequestered myself in like this strange corner of the house. And honestly, it's been difficult. Like them busting in asking me questions freaking and just having that time to like focus because you know when you're in school like you know you talk with friends and stuff but at least you have that time dedicated to work on something and that's been weird like having not only to self-motivate but also to a time block when like your family will demand stuff of you just like throughout the day mm-hmm. I don't know like you guys have dealt with that yeah well my brother he's fully in school but you know he struggles he's in eighth grade um I constantly like every afternoon when he gets home. I have to, I have to help him with his homework. A lot of times, like, I can't go to my fourth block when it's online because I have to leave and I have to go pick him up from school because my parents have work. So I'm, I'm losing that, like, stuff. I'm losing what I could be learning in chemistry. Like, luckily, like, that teacher posts all the lessons online afterwards, but I know, like, a lot of the other teachers don't do that. So if I had to miss another class to, you know, do, pick up my brother or something, like, those classes 
the work that we did, it's not as accessible if I miss something. Which, I mean, even when we were in school, stuff like that wasn't, you know, totally accessible. But I feel like with the online, I feel like most things should be recorded and posted to look back at later. For sure. Because, yeah, that line between, like, what is school and what is just you having time to do stuff is definitely blurred. Kind of, like, lessons that commitment you need to have. Yeah, and it's interesting to see, like, the standards dropping. Um, Yeah for academics and what is what is um, adequate for what we need to be learning. Um, and it's kind of difficult because I'm not, like personally, I don't know how to feel about it. I know <clears throat> it's, you know, we have to make some adjustments because of the new style of learning and the new situation we've been put in, but the standard that we're being held to has dropped so far. Um, and it's like it's kind of worrisome just to think about how that might affect us going forward. Sure, and I know I'm not sure how many people have seen the failing rates in Hanover County. And honestly, I would love for the newspaper to do a piece on that, but it's scary. And I honestly think that going forward, it's going to have such uh, such more of an impact than we would have thought in the beginning, especially for younger kids, you know, who are like learning how to read, learning how to interact. But also, you know, going forward, are those standards going to stay low or as soon as we go back, like, are we just going to be focused on remediation and kind of dealing with the effects of this and getting people to graduate? And I mean, in the long term, like graduating with lower standards, that will probably have some very tangible impacts going forward. Yeah. Um, and like, um, I know that like they have, they're still working on the schedule for, you know, Christmas break, but like that first week we're supposed to be back they might just make that like a remedial week for people that failed their semester one classes to like try to catch up on, which like, I get why they're doing that, but it's kind of late for that because the semester is technically already over by them. And like, I know for me, like I have like this week to catch up or else my counselors might make me drop a class and take like the, take the, you know, the WF, the failing grade. So it's like, if they're making you do this now, then what's the use of trying to catch up in that January week? It's just, it's very like, I see why, but it just doesn't really, doesn't really work with what other people are telling you, you know? Yeah, and going, like, looking at the bigger picture of the school, I honestly think that it would be so hard to be an administrator right now, because um, there's so many subsets of people that have different types of issues. Um, like if you're already having trouble passing classes, it's gonna be so much harder. And then if you have, feel like your standards are being lowered, like that obviously has impacts on your classes going forward, your motivation to continue on your current classes. But you know, coming that administration coming from the top down, I honestly, like you can't make everyone happy type of thing. So how do you decide whose needs you're gonna prioritize? I think that is really hard because like for me, I know that week, um, it's going to be really scary because I, I have IB exams coming up in May and all the class time and seat hours that we've lost, whether that's just because it's online and you don't spend as much time doing it or whether that's like a whole week being taken away um, for, you know, like quote remediation, it's hard. And like, but obviously there are going to be people that need that. So, I mean, it kind of begs the question, like in public school administration, how in the world do you take the, all the data and then figure out to make a policy that works for everyone. I think it's hard. Uh, there are 
somewhat prioritizing seniors right now because like me you know it's 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 split up you know a day b day people or not a day b day but you know first half of the week second half of the week but i know they're they've in, implemented a thing where if you're a senior and you're currently you know really struggling in school you can go all week mm. and so that like i understand why they're prioritizing seniors for that because they need to pass their classes in order to get to college but then there's also the other the other you know the other grades like juniors sophomores like them they need those grades also so i i understand why they're prioritizing seniors but like junior year grades matter a lot because that's you know the most recent grades colleges really see when you apply so i think you know i don't know i don't know if they're you know using this same little structure thing um for the going all week with juniors as well but it's something they you know they could consider because of how important junior year is. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. I think one other thing, you know, like that different grade thing, my brother is a freshman and that cohesiveness within Hogwarts student body, I think has been blown up by this. And you know, that's part of this podcast, like half the school isn't coming. So half the school, you just don't even get a glimpse of. And with extracurriculars being dashed, like, I mean, maybe we should just be introducing ourselves and being like, hi, I'm involved with this, I'm involved with this, because it's been hard to bring together what I think is so important about high school, like giving yourself not only a chance to learn, but also, you know, going forward, you're going to be involved with a lot more than just classes, like in college or wherever you go after, like there are going to be things, um, you know, sure, a job, but also just things that you fill your life with outside in your spare time. And high school is definitely a time to kind of figure out, um, not only what you like, but also how to find those opportunities and how to make relationships with people to pursue those. And, you know, there wasn't a club fair. Um, clubs weren't even allowed to meet for a while. And the clubs that do exist, like I know I'm involved in Science Olympiad. We didn't have trials. We haven't been able to meet. I haven't met everyone within the club. Our um, competition is online. And just that like human connection that I think is so important to who Hoggard is especially has just been dashed. And so my brother hasn't gone to a club there. He's only gotten involved with clubs that he's heard about from teachers or friends. And I, just, I think that's something that's really going to be missing. And, um, you know, as a senior, and especially in IB, I know we're pretty isolated to the few people in our class. But now when I see people walking around, like, I just don't know them. And I think that's really sad. Going on with the club things. And it's also like, extremely hard right now to get a club approved. Like at the beginning of the year when the clubs, they, you know, first they, I think approved like 10 clubs and they, you know, sent out a thing. They're like, hey, here are the clubs this year. Like me and uh, me and my friend Sophia, we're the co-presidents of the film and music club. And like nobody ever told us about when to submit the um, form to be approved. Um, our, we had a different, um, we've switched who our, you know, teacher, um, the person overseeing it is, but the old one, you know, didn't tell us when that was due, didn't tell us we had to do it at all. And we've emailed, you know, we've tried to get our club, you know, to, you know, to be, you know, picked back up and we just haven't heard anything. And that's really tough because music in film is something that both me and Sophia are really like passionate about. And like, we took this club over from her brother. I've been in the club since freshman year. And it just, it sucks that we can't meet other people. Cause I know that there's tons of, you know, other students who, you know, love film and love music. And they just don't really, I mean, we don't, we don't, they don't really have an outlet for that right now because, you know, our club hasn't been, you know, talked about. So like, we've had to do it like an outside of school club, it's just really weird, like process that we've had to been doing it. 
And even then, like, we can't do a lot of things because we can't exactly go see movies right now or go to, you know, like, local concerts or anything. So it really sucks that way. Yeah, I think that, like, for clubs, planning activities um, and building connections is one of their biggest struggles because right now consistency is lacking. There's nothing, we don't, we don't know what's coming, and so that makes it kind of impossible to plan. Um, and so things that clubs would typically be doing to build the community and um, form relationships and do what clubs do um, is kind of hindered by that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, if you get anything out of this podcast, um, if you're new to Hoggard or um, if you're just kind of, I know we're all so tired of what it's become, and I mean, it's going to be like this for a little while longer, and, you know, I'm pretty proud of the Harvard community for taking it in stride, but if you take anything, know that this isn't normal, and don't ever forget that, you know, Harvard is a place with a really vibrant student community, and um, whether you've been able to continue with some of your activities, fantastic, Whether and if you haven't, like, just know that, um, Hoggard is a place where you can make some really great connections and I hope that next year what we've lost this year won't carry forward and that um, we'll be able to kind of inject some of that excitement back and involvement back. Yeah so I guess um, we could talk for hours about the effects <laughs> that it's had and kind of how to deal with it but um, to finish I thought we could say some things that have helped us kind of manage the um, weird combination between in-person and online and, you know, that really weird transition between having that rigid structure and then kind of having it all shoved on you. Um, yeah, so if you want to go around, we can just kind of talk about it. I know for me, um, my planner has taken a massive role in kind of making sure I get my tasks done. You know, we all have our Canvas dashboard, but... Um, it's really easy to just kind of like let it slide by. And especially when you're online, it just doesn't seem imperative. So for me, that list and time blocking has helped. I think that establishing your team, however small, um, can really help keep you on track with your daily like activities that you need to get done. Um, it can help you to remember to still save time for the things that you enjoy. Um, and I think that if you ever have time or the opportunity to get ahead, um, it's definitely a smart thing to do. Uh, personally for me, talk to your teachers and your counselors. I know it's scary, trust me, I've not spoken to any of my teachers in about four <laughs> years and I've just started doing it this year, um, but it helps so much. There, I know everyone says this, they're here to help you, but like they seriously are here to help you as much as they can, especially talk to your counselor. The counselors are awesome. Um, they're amazing and they really do want to see you succeed and they want to work out some um, a schedule that will, you know, be the best for you. So really take advantage of that. And I think personally, it's really easy on online days to kind of shut down and just kind of like get your work done and then go to any like practice or any commitments that you have but you know stay connected with your classmates and I know that for IV that's definitely easier because we knew each other prior but um if you have someone that you sort of know in a class text them about an assignment um ask them hey do you want to call and talk about it do you need help 
because any um, connection that you can make will help you not only this year, but going forward. And again, like that's something that's definitely missing from this year, but I think that Mohawk is stronger than that. So um, yeah, take advantage of any uh, relationship that you can start to build. Thank you for being here with us today. We hope you enjoyed it. And please keep an ear out for our next episode. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.